0: It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast, recorded live at the spacious LineUpMedia.fm studios in Edwardsville, Illinois. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref, you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott.
1: Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of The Drop Podcast. I am your host, Lance Descott. And in this episode, we're going to be going over the Blues versus the Red Wings. The game was played on February 15th of 2017. Let's get right into it. The Blues uh, would be playing the Red Wings for the last time at Joe Louis Arena, unless for some reason both these teams make the Stanley Cup, which I don't think is going to happen. But the Blues have a lot of history at Joe Louis Arena. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but the Blues played the first hockey game ever at Joe Louis Arena. The first goal ever scored at Joe Louis Arena was scored by Brian Sutter of the Blues in 1979. So there's a lot of history there. We all know about the terrible goal uh, that John Casey gave up. I believe it was 96. And it was just a bad, bad goal. Steve Eiserman shot it from the blue line. And it went right past Casey, it just a disappointing double overtime loss to Detroit. But another positive, the Blues uh, also uh, on uh, March 30th, 2011, had a great, great game. And uh, they beat Detroit 10-3 to at Joe Louis, Louis Arena. So there have been some good things and some bad things happen at Joe Louis Arena. The Blues are coming off four straight wins uh, and looked very good in all those wins. They're hoping this last game of the road trip will uh, give them five wins in a row and keep them a pace to be able to make the playoffs and uh, get one of those last wildcard spots or, if possible, move into uh, third place into the um, Central Division, which is what they're hoping for, so they can get a better playoff seed. But I think at this point they'd be happy just to make the playoffs. The Blues came out in this game. They look pretty good instantly, but Detroit – Uh, Their owner just recently died, and uh, they had had the the wake that morning, so they were very emotional. They were either going to come out uh, and play a very good game, or they were going to bomb. That's what I've seen happens when uh, emotional emotional instances like this happen uh, for a hockey team. Uh, They came out and played well, but the Blues would get the first goal on one of their youngsters that was called up recently from the Chicago Wolves.
2: Championship and also at Del Barton in New Jersey for Bruce Chappelle. He's a real good hockey player, Kenny Agostino. Drop
3: by Barbashev. He scores. Second of the season in
2: nine games for Ivan Barbashev. The blues strike right first. Barbashev knows how to score in his last year a junior. He had 95 points playing for Moncton in the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. We just talked about Agostino and we talked about Barbashev. You're gonna see the battle. Agostino strong on the puck. Eventually Barbashev's gonna come in and get it. Buy some time, come off the cycle and just shoot that short side past Mrazik. Great hustle by Agostino on the forecheck. Barbashev says, are you gonna give me time and space? I'll take it. That's an odorous goal for Mrazik to give up, but it's a tremendous job by Agostino and Barbashev communicating, creating that chance off the cycle.
1: With the injuries to Stasny and Fabry being out for the rest of the year, the Blues really need these youngsters to come through, and they have. They looked very good last night. Barberchev gets this goal his second in the NHL, and it's on the first shot of the game. I'm sure Mrazic would like to have that shot back. It would be Barbashev's second goal in the NHL. Agostino got an assist, his second, and another uh, former Chicago Wolf. And Gunnarsson got an assist, his fourth, and that was just two minutes and six seconds in. To the first period the Blues played a pretty good game defensively but you could tell that the uh, Detroit was very uh, very very set on uh, trying to do something good on this sad day that they had of losing their owner um, and they they did they they played very well and they put pressure on Carter Hutton in the first period and he had to come up big with saves like these
3: shot locked in front by Petrangelo Red Wings keep it alive cutting wide on Edmondson. Happened to see you. And then a save by Hutton. Threadwell with an opportunity after the initial shot by Vanek. Two good saves by Carter Hutton.
2: And another. More pressure from the Red Wings in the blue zone, here. Yeah, real good job by Carter Hutton keeping this thing 1-1. Barberchev saved the goal, too. Watch what happens. The puck's going to come back to the point. It's going to get driven on goal. Watch Barberchev with a stick right there. He makes sure that second-chance opportunity after the Cronwall shot doesn't get into the net. You'll see just to the right side of your screen a stick come in and a bouncing puck. Great play by Barbashev, so that Anaccio couldn't score it in the empty net.
1: Great saves by Carter Hutton. Just uh, playing well lately. Uh, playing like uh, you need your backup to play when your main goaltender's not in there. Such a bad call of the game, though, by uh, Pierre from... Uh, NBC Sports Network, um, as he stated in this clip that uh, the Carter Hutton it kept the game at 1-1. Uh, you need to kind of watch the scoreboard and pay attention to what you're saying. Uh, the game was not 1-1. Sorry, folks, for that misleading statement by him. The game is still 1-0 at this point, and the Blues uh, still continue to play well through the first period. We would go into the second period uh, with the Blues still having the 1-0 lead. Second period starts and both teams playing well. I think Detroit really put pressure on Carter Hutton, started to put more pressure on him in the second period. But the Blues were also putting pressure on Mrazik, and he had to come through big in the second period and make big saves to keep it a one-to-nothing game.
3: Oh, a save on by thats his best save of the night.
2: Well, Mike and JR weren't happy with the Detroit goaltender. I don't think they're going to fault him on this one. I mean, I didn't like the first goal either. I had all kinds of odor on it, but this is something special by Morazic, snagging that out of the air. Here comes Payarvi
3: with a shot saved by Morazic. What a pass by Petrangelo to start that whole thing. Wow.
1: I know I've been picking on the announcers for this game, but uh, it's Petrangelo. It's not Petrangelo. He has said it several times. I know he had a relative in the early 80s that played hockey, and he pronounced it Petrangelo. But Alex pronounces it Petrangelo. So please get the name right. I don't know why that bugs me. It just bugs me a lot. There's a local sports reporter that also calls him Petrangelo. And for some reason, it just gets on my nerves. And that's enough about that rant. But Mirazik made some great saves in the second period. Carter Hutton did too. Uh, I think Mirazik was tested a little more in the second period. And I'm sure he wishes to have that uh, first goal back on that first shot. But you can't go back and change things. You just have to do your best after that. And himself and Carter Hutton did that. We go into the third period, still with the Blues winning one to nothing. Third period would be an exciting period. And Mrazic would continue to have to stand tall to keep this a one to nothing game to try to allow Detroit to come back.
3: Red Wings make a change, Pass up the middle for Perron, over to Schwartz, and a save by Marazic as the Blues
2: nearly caught the Red Wings on that line change. A tough change by Detroit, coming down the ice, takes a feed, and Peter Marazic comes right over and gongs it off his head.
1: Great save by Marazic, but it wasn't the best save of the period. Uh, Carter Hutton trying to keep his team still up one to nothing with 45 seconds left in the period. Made just the best save of the game. I mean, just awesome, and it allowed the Blues to still be up one to nothing with a little bit of time left after Detroit had pulled their goalie for an extra attacker.
3: Out to Green, Larkin left circle shot saved by Hutton. Another save. puck is loose, it's still loose. Great chances
1: for Rutterings. That would be Detroit's best chance, I would say, definitely in the third period. But Carter Hutton was up to the task. And with that save, he allowed the Blues to get an empty net goal uh, by Jaden Schwartz with just a few seconds left in the game to sew this one up at two to nothing.
3: Zetterberg put to get a stick free. Fifteen seconds remaining. Schwartz takes control of the puck. He shoots for the empty net and he scores.
1: That goal would be Jaden Schwartz's 14th of the year, and it was 19 minutes and 49 seconds into the third period to give the Blues that uh, two to nothing win. In Detroit for their fifth win in a row. Nice, nice to see. Let's go ahead and go over the stats of the game. The Blues, with the two to nothing win, go to 30, 22, and five. Detroit falls to 22, 25, and 10. And they're very, very much, I mean, they've got to win 80% of the rest of their games, 90% to even have a chance at the playoffs. So I doubt Detroit's going to make the playoffs. Uh, shots on gold, Blues 29, Detroit 25. The Blues had four power plays and weren't able to score. I'd like to see that improve. Uh, Detroit had three power plays and they were 0 for 3. Uh, faceoffs, another game where the Blues did not do well in faceoffs. Uh, Detroit won 64% of them to 36%. The Blues are really missing Stasny. That was his big thing. And I think you're going to see this throughout the rest of the year unless somebody steps it up and really starts to take control of these faceoffs for them. Barbashev, uh, the Chicago Wolf, gets his uh, second goal as uh, in the NHL. Schwartz gets his empty net goal. Fourteen. Agostino gets an assist. Uh, Gunnarsson gets an assist, and Hutton makes twenty-five saves on twenty-five shots. Zetterberg had six shots. Vanik had three shots, and Larkin had two shots. And Mrazik made twenty-seven of twenty-nine saves. Mrazik played a pretty good game. Uh, you know, I'm sure he'd like to have that first uh, goal back. But it just wasn't uh, to be, and the Blues uh, take this one on a uh, goalie battle. Uh, You know, nice to see Carter Hutton do well. Let's go ahead and get into the post-game press conference, where we're going to hear from Carter Hutton and Barbashev, and also Coach Mike uh, on the two-to-nothing win.
4: Stick by my guns, like I've been saying all year. I said I've been feeling good, and you know what I mean. Uh, Just trying to compete, and I, you know, a big credit to our team. You know, we do a great job. But not sure how many shots ended up with, but. You know, we didn't really give up a ton of, you know, re- big rebounds or uh, any like high, high quality chances. I thought we we shut them down. Our PK was good again, and uh, you know, like I, I keep drawing on that every time we win, it seems like our PK is real solid. And uh, you know, all around team game is where it needs to be. Do you feel like they kind of threw everything at you there at the end. Yeah, we kind of expected that. Like, in between periods, me and Marty talked a little bit, and uh, you know, it's kind of one of those ones. You're on the lead on the road, and just kind of try to have fun with it. You know, they're going to come. They're gonna get a good fast team, and you know, they're they're making their push. They need points, and like us, we we held on and. Uh, Shorty her there with ten seconds left. It was nice. So you're
5: able to track those bucks and those cold uh, mile scrambles there
4: at the end. Uh, yes and no. Sometimes you're just positioning. Uh, there's so many bodies. There was a couple there. Uh, the, the one was sitting kind of right in front of me, but I couldn't really get to it because my stick was tied up. And uh, you know, at that point, you just don't want to open up. You know, you're just trying to be big and be solid. And uh, and from there, it's hard for them to really get anything. And that's why I think our D do such a good job of taking away guys' sticks and battling. And uh, you know, it uh, paid dividends here tonight.
1: Have you ever had a run like this at, at any level?
4: yeah uh yeah i've i've had some runs in college and in junior i had a, a crazy year one time i had like five in a row or something like that but uh like i i continue to say like you know you go as a team goes you know what i mean we're like uh you know jake is but jake will be the first one to say it as well you know what i mean we're a, we're a different team in here we're defending harder in their own zone giving up less high quality chances second chances and uh you know that's obviously uh helping everybody here uh, i remember that for
5: check uh Ken did a great job and uh, He kicked the puck to my on my my side, and uh, I was kind of like in first first couple seconds. I was kind of protecting the puck, and I just kind of look around, and I saw there was like no one, and I I was just like, "Right, I'm just gonna take a shot."
2: Affected. Mike Yo's given you guys so many responsibilities.
4: One nothing game, it's tight. You're getting defensive zone face-offs. Are you guys feeding off of that and getting a lot more confidence by it, by the minutes that you're getting in important situations here?
5: Oh yeah, for sure. Like when uh, Mike put us like with five minutes to go, it's 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 really uh, it, like it's really awesome. Uh, he it looks like he trusts us, and uh, it just we're just getting some confidence about that, and it just uh, make us the better players.
1: You weren't around earlier in the season and this team was having so much trouble winning on the road, but it seems like now the road is, is nothing. This team is comfortable.
5: I mean, like, yeah, the everybody's been playing great. Uh, our goalies has been outstanding. Like, they've been, uh, obviously, Carter did a great job today. Uh, he gave us a win. He, he saved. He, he made some really good saves tonight. And uh, I don't know, it's just we've been playing hard. And uh, we, just got, we just got some success. Do
6: you feel like you guys since you've come up, you've actually uh, given a boost to the veterans that have been here by, by the way you guys have been playing?
5: I mean, like, everybody has been playing great. I mean, like, everybody's working hard, and uh, that's what uh, Mike has been, like, saying to us, because, like, we got to work hard and uh, put some pressure on these, and it just, it just the way it goes. Yeah, right down to the wire. I think uh, one of our
6: toughest shifts was our last shift, uh, but love the way that the guys competed and dug in and... Um, wasn't perfect at the end of the night, but there was a lot of things tonight that, uh, that were really good. I thought that there was a lot of moments in the game, some chances that we had, some power plays that we had where we could have extended the lead. That would have uh, made things a little less tense at the end, but uh, but all all in all, still a real good road win.
4: Mike, can you explain what these call ups are doing? I mean, Barbashev with the big goal right off the bat, and you're trusting them with yeah. with important minutes and shifts at the end of a game of, of a one nothing.
6: Well, it's it's easy for me to trust them right now because they're doing the job. So um, you know that that's that's on them. That's you know and. Uh, it's it's about it's it's you know it's it's awesome that they score the goal i love it um but what i also love is the fact that i like i said that i can trust these guys in critical moments against uh, top lines um i'm not trying to hide them and uh, and they're they're rewarding us I
4: carter's run here on the road especially four yeah. shutouts and six road starts yeah it's, pretty phenomenal, it's funny
6: actually i read i Heard before the game that he had three and five, and I said, Well, four and six sounds a lot better than that. Not expecting it, uh, so, um, so I guess what I'll say is five and seven is way better than that. Uh, we'll see, but, uh, but an unbelievable job by him. They, they, um, you know, I, I think that our guys defended really well, uh, but they threw a lot of pucks at nets at the net from all angles, and there was a lot of scrums around the net, and I thought he stood really strong in there.
1: I'll agree with Coach Mike, you know, it wasn't the perfect game. Uh, There were some times where the Blues did not look well. Detroit was throwing a lot of pucks on the net. There were a lot of traffic in front of Hutton and a lot of scrums, as uh, Coach Mike said. But the Blues were able to come out with the win. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was a dominant win. Both teams played pretty well. I think Detroit really tried to prove something and really put their heart on the line and just weren't able to come through with the win. Nice to see five in a row for the Blues, and it's not—it's more than nice to see. It's awesome to see. So the Blues get the win and they move back to uh, Scott Trade Center for a well, one-game homestand, and they'll play uh, Vancouver tonight, Thursday night. That game will be at uh, 7 p.m. It'll be broadcast on uh, Fox Sports Midwest, also KMOX and SNL SN uh, 360. So um, make sure that uh, you guys uh, you check your times for listings and pregames and get to listen to the blues game. Let's continue this win streak, make it six. Uh, Vancouver is, uh, you know, had a little bit of struggles this year. They're fighting for that last playoff spot. they are a few points out, and they really need this game badly. So I think we're gonna get a very, very good um, game from Vancouver tonight. After that, uh, the Blues uh, go uh, on the road uh, to play Buffalo, and then they'll be back home to play Florida. So a little back and forth here. Let's hope they can continue this winning streak because they need to win a lot of these games to be able to make the playoffs. Thanks again for joining me on the Drop Podcast. Uh, Don't forget that um, it's only about two weeks away from the trade deadline. Uh, what's going to happen with Kevin Shattenkirk. I'm going to have a special edition probably next week to go into that, what I think about Shattenkirk uh, moving forward. Will he be traded? Will he not be traded? Uh, Will the Blues try to sign him if they don't trade him at the trading deadline? So look forward to that episode. That's all the time we have for this episode. Until next time, let's go Blues.
0: This has been The Drop Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe or download this episode and past episode on iTunes, ShoutEngine.com, and Stitcher.com. You can follow us on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about LineUpMedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at LineUpMediaGroup.com or at TheOfficialDrop at gmail.com. Until next time, let's go Blues!